When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Stories of Mahabharata Retold by Shudipta Bhaumik Welcome, dear friends, to another episode of The Stories of Mahabharata. In the last episode, we heard about the seventh and eighth day's battle. We heard how Arjun's son, Iravan, was killed by Alambush the demon and how Bhim killed seven of Duryodhan's brothers. Duryodhan was having dinner with Shakuni and Karna. But the mood in the tent was quite somber. The oil lamp standing on the floor cast long shadows of the three Kaurava warriors who silently ate their food. Shakuni noticed Duryodhan was hardly eating anything. He looked at Duryodhan and asked, My dear Duryodhan, it seems you have lost your appetite. I understand you are not happy at the way this war is heading. But don't take it out on your food. You'll only deny yourself of the nourishment you need. Duryodhan looked at Shakuni and said, Uncle, I don't understand why our great warriors like Bhishma, Drona, Kripa, Salya and Bhurisrava are not able to destroy the Pandavas. These old men are causing us more harm than good. Every day we are losing thousands of soldiers. Bhim killed my brothers right in front of Drona and he did nothing but watch them die. Duryodhan was almost in tears. Karna felt bad for his dear friend. He has been sitting idle on the sidelines and helplessly watching the devastation caused by the Pandavas. Still, he tried to console Duryodhan. Don't lose hope, my dear friend, he said. The moment Bhishma retires, I will enter the battle and finish off the Pandavas in no time. You know very well, Bhishma likes your cousins and will try his best not to hurt them. Besides, I don't think he has what it takes to kill these valiant warriors. I suggest you go to Bhishma and politely ask him to give up his arms and return to Hastinapur. I'll take it up from there and end all your pain and misery. Karna's words made Duryodhan feel much better. It was a mistake to make Bhishma the chief of his army. Now is the time to correct that mistake, he thought. He finished his dinner, mounted his horse and head towards Bhishma's tent. Bhishma had just finished his meal and was about to sit down to plan for the next day's battle when Duryodhan entered the tent. 
Duryodhan bowed down to touch Bhishma's feet. Bhishma was surprised to see Duryodhan's sudden expression of reverence. He asked Duryodhan to sit down. Duryodhan obeyed and then, with folded palms, he said, Grandfather, I came here to apologize and ask forgiveness for all the harsh words I said. I should have realized long ago that age is a cruel enemy and it could affect even a great warrior like Bhishma and rob him of the edge he once enjoyed. I forgot that the valor and prowess with which the young Bhishma fought his guru Parashuram couldn't remain the same. Bhishma was quite amused to listen to Duryodhan. He asked, What are you trying to say? I don't have what it takes to fight this war? Duryodhan looked at Bhishma and with folded palms he said, You are great and yes, you can still destroy our enemy and kill the Pandavas in a single day if you really want. But what I understand, age can rob a person of his will to fight and win. You had promised that you'd kill our enemies and make us victorious, but that day is yet to come. In the meantime, we are losing thousands of warriors every day, while my gallant friend Karna sits idle on the sidelines. If Karna joins the battle, I'm sure the tides will swing in our favor. Duryodhan paused to take a deep breath. And before Bhishma could respond, he said, Grandfather, if, for whatever reason, you think it wouldn't be possible for you to kill the Pandavas, then I would like to request you to step down and allow Karna to fight. Trust me. I won't hold you to your promise. I will make all arrangements for you to return to Astinapur Palace where you can give company to my father Dhritarashtra and mother Gandhari. Duryodhan's words, although delivered in the sweetest tone that Duryodhan could muster, entered Bhishma's ears like molten lead. Never before had he felt so insulted. Had this not been his grandson, Duryodhan, he would have killed him at that very instant. Instead, Bhishma closed his eyes, clenched his fist and bit his lips to control his anger. Then he slowly raised his head and said, I am not going to repeat what I have said a thousand times, for you will never understand. You will never understand that nobody in this world, even the gods, can defeat the Pandavas, especially when Vasudeva Krishna is on their side. As a Kshatriya, I will never quit the battle. Hence, stepping down is out of the question. Either I will emerge victorious or I will die in the battlefield. This has been my principle and it still is. Let me tell you this. Tomorrow, nobody will escape my wrath and I will fight a battle that people will remember for eons to come. Now, now please leave my tent and let me get some rest.
Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. The next morning, as the sun rose on the eastern horizon of the Kurukshetra battlefield on the ninth day of the war, Bhishma commanded his army to create the Sarbatobhadra formation. Kripacharya, Kritavarma, Jayadratha, Dron, Bhurisrava, Duryodhan, and Bhagadatta guarded the pivotal points. On the Pandava side, Trishtadumnya created an impenetrable formation. Arjun came up to Trishtadumnya and said, Keep Shikhandi in the lead facing Bhishma. I will protect him. Arjun knew Shikhandi was born a woman and Bhishma would avoid fighting him. If Shikhandi tried to engage Bhishma in a battle, Bhishma would be distracted and that might force him to cause less damage. Soon, a mighty battle erupted. The violent clash between the two armies caused the earth to tremble. Sparks flew off the metal armaments like meteor showers. Arjun's teenage son, Abhimanyu, rode a chariot drawn by four powerful yellow horses and mowed down the Kaurav army with his incessant volley of arrows. Duryodhan called his demon warrior, Alambush, and said, What are you doing here? Go and stop Abhimanyu. Use your magic. Alambush approached Abhimanyu and cast his magic spell. Soon the battlefield was cloaked in dark smoke and blinded the warriors. They couldn't see a thing and failed to figure out who's a friend and who's a foe. Abhimanyu was prepared for Alambush's sorcery. He pulled out his Bhaskara weapon and launched it high in the sky. As the weapon exploded with a bright flash, the cloud smoke dissipated in an instant. With a clear view, Abhimanyu then struck one after another his choicest weapons at Alambush. Alambush couldn't take it anymore. He jumped off his chariot and ran for his life. On the other part of the battlefield, Bhishma struck the Pandavas with a ferocity that they have never experienced before. As if to keep his promise to Duryodhan, Bhishma unleashed his most powerful weapons, killing thousands with each strike. Nobody could stand in front of him, not even the most skilled Pandava warriors. As the day progressed, corpses of men, horses and elephants piled up. Many of the Pandava warriors began to flee the battlefield. When Krishna heard the news, he turned his chariot to the direction where Bhishma was wrecking havoc. He called Arjun and said, Remember, Parth, what you had promised Sanjay in the kingdom of Virat? 
If not, let me remind you. You said, when the great war happens, you will show no mercy to Bhishma, Drone, Kripacharya, or to any of the Kauravas and would kill them all. If you are a true Kshatriya, rise to the occasion and do whatever is needed to keep your promise. I don't know what is better kill these valiant men whom I adore and revere only to win a kingdom that I can't enjoy or to quit this bloody war and spend the rest of my life in penance in a forest muttered Arjun in an almost inaudible voice then he raised his voice and said I'll do what you say Krishna take me to Bhishma and I will destroy him Krishna drove the chariot towards Bhishma and soon the two great warriors faced each other. But on this ninth day of the war, Bhishma was simply unstoppable. Not even Indra, the lord of the gods, could have stopped Bhishma. Bhishma's arrows covered Arjun from all sides and he couldn't keep up countering them. A dark cloud of arrows covered Arjun's chariot and Arjun could hardly be seen. Krishna tried his best to maneuver his chariot to escape Bhishma's onslaught, but nothing seemed to work. The warriors around stopped fighting and watched in amazement how this old man in a flowing white beard and white garments completely subdued the mighty warrior Arjun. Emboldened by Bhishma's prowess, the Kaurava army launched their attack on the Pandavas with renewed vigor. Thousands of Pandava soldiers lost their lives and it seemed if Bhishma continued this devastating form, nothing could stop the Kauravas from winning this war. But the sun god was kind to the Pandavas and soon dusk fell on the battlefield. Those still alive sighed in relief as they retreated to their respective camps. In the Pandava camp, Yudhishthir summoned his brothers and trusted lieutenants to an emergency meeting. Bhishma's onslaught during the day has shattered him completely. He looked at Krishna and said, Vasudev, it was a grave mistake to fight against grandfather Bhishma. You saw how he decimated our army today. Arjun was no match against him. If he continues like this, we have absolutely no chance of winning this war. I've been thinking about giving up and retiring to the forests. At least there we can live in peace and dignity. Krishna held Yudhishthir's hand and said, My dear King Yudhishthir, don't lose hope. I am with you. If Arjun cannot muster up the will to kill his favorite grandfather, then give me the orders. I will take up arms to fight and kill Bhishma in front of all the Kauravas. An enemy of the Pandavas is my enemy too, and I am willing to do whatever it takes to make you victorious. Arjun is my dearest friend, my brother-in-law, and also my student. For him, I can cut off and sacrifice my flesh if needed. Yes, 
Yes, Arjun had promised to kill Bhishma. But if it is too costly a burden for him, then relieve him of his promise and allow me to do the job. The moment Bhishma decided to join the evil Kauravas, his days were numbered. It's only a matter of time before Bhishma falls. If you order me, I won't hesitate for a moment and join the battle tomorrow morning. Arjun stood behind with his head hung in shame. Yudhishthir knelt before Krishna and said, Pardon me, Vasudev. With you on our side, we can defeat the gods, let alone Bhishma. But I don't want you to break your promise for our sake. That would be worse than losing the war. You please stay with us as you have always been. Yudhishthir sat next to Krishna and said, Bhishma once told me, although he is fighting on behalf of Duryodhan, if we ever need his advice on how to be victorious, he would be glad to offer his help. So I have decided we would go to Bhishma and ask him to tell us how we can kill him. When we were young kids, grandfather never refused to give us whatever we asked for. I am sure even today he won't turn us back and give us the right advice to ensure our victory. Yudhishthir paused for a moment and looked at his brothers who stood shocked in front of him. They couldn't believe their ears. Bhishma would tell them how to kill him? Isn't it too much to ask? Krishna stood up and said, you have taken the right decision, Yudhishthir. Bhishma loves you brothers more than anything else. He won't refuse to give you anything you want, even if it is his life. I suggest you don't waste any more time and go to his tent right now. Yudhishthir looked at his brothers and said, You heard what Krishna said. Let's go to our grandfather and ask for one last gift. He took off his arms belt, his armor, his helmet and walked out of the tent. His brothers did the same and followed him. In the darkness of the night, the five brothers walked barefoot towards the Kaurava camp while the guards and soldiers watched and wondered what their princes are up to this time. The Stories of Mahabharata is written, directed and told by Shudipta Bomek. Post-production by Omkar Bomek, Devjitas and Aviziv. Find us online at facebook.com slash Mahabharata podcast. Join the group for updates and news. Subscribe to the podcast using iTunes or any other podcast catcher. On Twitter, we are at Mahabharat Audio. The podcast is distributed under the Creative Commons non-commercial license. Hmm. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And now for some late-breaking news. The podcast is also available as a book, Dwapar Kata, The Stories of Mahabharata, published by HarperCollins, India. 